All right, we're back. Another episode of the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. I'm Cliff. Uh, today, we are without the Buddha man. Mr. Buddha couldn't make it today. Chocolate Buddha. I have two guest hosts today, and I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Ebony. And I'm Ayana. I've been on this podcast before. Me too. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, both Ebony and Ayana have been on the podcast Ayana, episode 28 and episode 12, and Ebony, episode 49. Please go back and check out these stories, okay? What's going on, ladies? What's, what's, what's new? It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the time we're recording this is summer, so it's hot. And Miss Ayana is in town from Osaka. Yes, yes, I'm here to see one of my favorite artists perform. Who's that? Janelle Monet. Ooh. Okay, okay. I'm jealous. What is she like, R&B? She's everything. She's like a bit of funk, a bit of R&B. She dips into so many different genres. She does a song that's similar to, it sounds like a Prince song. Okay. She's fantastic. Yes, I love her. I saw her perform once at Afropunk, an amazing show, so I have to come. She is beautiful, I give her that. Mm -hmm. I've heard Mm -hmm. a few songs, yeah. Dope, dope. All right, um, we have our special guest here today. Flying in from uh, the U.S., and I'll let him introduce himself. Hello, I am Charm, uh, one of the producers of Tokyo King Society here in Tokyo, Japan. Yes, and that's the topic for today, Tokyo King Society. Yo, what's up? This is Mega of the Mega Late Show. You are listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. Let us know, what's that about? Mr. So, uh, yeah, Tokyo King Society, or TKS as people call it, uh, is an underground alternative arts and performance group uh, based on basically fetish, fashion, uh, shibari, uh, bondage arts. Uh, so a lot of performance, pole dancing. Um, it's, it's an alternative underground club party is essentially what it is. Uh, volunteer group. Uh, it's a non-for-profit group. Uh, are made up about half of Japanese people and half of people from everywhere else. Cool. Yeah, I've I've heard about it. I have a few friends who've been to the events, and yeah, I'm looking forward to attending one day. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So uh, before we get back into Tokyo Kink Society, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you're from? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm originally from Montreal. Uh, arrived in Japan in the '90s. Uh, it was uh, all very, very underground then, and uh, kind of as Japan has become more globalized, uh, started this group in the early 2000s, 2002, 2003 was our first event. Uh, it was a home party uh, at my house, and eventually got too big for my house, and now <laughs> we're in clubs. We went all the way to, uh, uh, we've had the Japan Fetish Ball actually a few years, uh, a few years ago, which were in large, large clubs in, in Tokyo, hundreds and hundreds of people uh, coming. And uh, nowadays we do the Gate Fetish Party and Oasis Lounge and uh, other things here and there as well too. How many people were in the first event? Yeah. First Lovely. event, we had like 40. At your house? Still. No, 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 not oh. at my house. No, at my <laughs> house. No, no, no. At the, ho- the house was probably about 20. Still. That's still a lot which, for the first which, event. Which, uh, yeah. Ooh. And then our first club event was about 40. And then we had it again like four months later. We had like 75 and that like well, filled up that building. place. Yeah. And then we got it out there and somewhere bigger and it kind of went from there. Nice. Yeah, because I mean like you need some space, right, to do a... Some of the activities space. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> I mean, you need I'm just room. thinking about starting it out at your home and just like, okay, I'm trying to imagine. Is yeah. That... It was not very big. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of how it all got started. And uh, once we moved to the clubs, we started doing the dress code. It's a, you know, it's basically since it's an art party, if you want to see art around you, then you have to show something of yourself which you created. Okay. And that's, I the, con- love it. that's the concept. Uh, and so if you're showing up uh, in just regular street boy or frat boy clothes or street clothes, then you'll have to go back and get something and come back. Ooh. Interesting. Well I, well, I feel like street clothes can be a bit creative, but then again, if you want to be like, you want them to go all out. You don't want street clothes? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, this is an all-out party. So the the, okay. the rule we tell the entrance staff is if you wouldn't feel ashamed wearing it in a normal restaurant, then you probably won't get in with it. <laughs> like you can't have somebody in like a – like a I don't know, like a tutu and a cape and it's like 12 feet long and it's dragging. I and see. then the guy next to him is in jeans. Like are you playing with me? So it's no, like camp. You can't. It's like, you it, know, in the gala. Would you say it's campy? Perhaps it, yeah. can, it can be campy. Yeah. Um, the Japanese, especially this event when it's run in Japan, uh, the Japanese are, tend to be very sophisticated. So it's not really, it's not really campy. I, I've run this in the United States a couple times too, mm-hmm. oh, and there it's wow. super campy. Yeah. Uh, but here Americans. they, well, it's this land of cosplay, so they just they just go all out. Okay. Uh, it's it's a, it's it's a different mix actually. Yeah, that you get here. That sounds cool though. Yeah. It's all for you, Ebony. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's right up my alley, right honestly. Alley. He said, like, you. if you can't, like, if you don't feel comfortable with, like, embarrassed if you're in the cafe, but you wear stuff that <laughs> go to a cafe and it's like, you're not embarrassed. <laughs> Any excuse to dress up and be around like minded people, I'm very interested. Well, then you should come over on yeah. uh, Ooh. next Saturday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have an event. So we have an event uh, this coming Saturday, the 27th um, of July. And Oasis Fetish Lounge. It's a lounge event. We've got uh, some shibari, kimbaku, suspension, pole dancing. Uh, music's not too loud, so you can talk to people, uh, meet the staff. And that's all for preparation for our larger event on November 9th uh, called The Gate. And that's going to be in Shibuya at the Icon Club. And it's going to have uh, various performance shows. Uh, it is dress code only. We'll have the pole dancers out there and go-go. Uh, and lots of art and things to see. And, and yeah, it'll be really great. Nice. Cool. Now, you mentioned Shib- Shibari. And, you know, we have a lot of listeners from around the world. So please let them know what that is. Okay. Um, so shibari is the art of Japanese rope bondage. Um, it's historical, like back when it was still feudal out here in this country. Uh, they would use it to tie up prisoners and tie up people that you know were misbehaving and such. Um, and then you know as time went forward, and of course they stopped doing that and were more modern. The 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 concept of it as an art form has has continued and evolved. Uh, and particularly like in the last 20 years, uh, in a lot of different directions, there's still the very traditional shibari or what they call kinbaku. Uh, and then there's other folks like doing cyber rope with like neon lit rope and things and wow. interesting costumes. So it's going in a lot of different directions. Uh, yeah, because it, it seems like sh- shibari and what's the other one? Kimbaku. Kim, kimbaku is like used interchangeably. Is there a difference? There's a slight difference. Uh, the, the kanji, the Chinese character for shibari means to tie. And then kimbaku means tight, kind of tight bondage. Um, mm-hmm. And there's different ways of ex- expression, basically, uh, artistically and with you and then the person that you're tying. Uh, so so kimbaku is, is it's more intense, it's more sensual. Uh, you know, there's more communication to the the subject through the rope uh, than there is from from shibari. Um, But honestly speaking, for for most people, it's typically regards the same thing, but that's actually the technical difference. Mm. Okay. I didn't know that. Neither did I. (laughs) 
So, like, I was looking online and it was talking about, like, some of the, like, safety practices because mm-hmm. you don't want to, like, cut somebody's circulation off. Nope, nope. So, so yeah, let's talk about that. Um, so, as for myself, I, I do Shibari and Kimbaku. I've been doing it for oh, almost 15 years now. Uh, I studied uh, under Adisue Gosan. Uh, he's a very, very famous artist uh, in Japan. If you ever watch those those uh, cult films on TV uh, about slaves and rope. And he's usually the guy doing the rope. Yeah, he's very, very well known in this country. Uh, he doesn't speak English really at all. Uh, he's one of the reasons I learned Japanese was so I could talk with him oh, wow. uh, and study under him. Um, and he, you know, he's very fo- safety focused and safety conscious. There, there are ways to do ties. Um, basically, unless you're intending for it to hurt, it's not supposed to hurt if you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not supposed to feel numb. And, and you know, if if you've been trained properly and and you know kind of know how do you say know what you're doing i've seen plenty of shibari out there where people don't know what they're doing oh that's uh, dangerous it's not, not so much in this country in this country the technical level is very very good mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it's it's rare to find uh, a rope person and it's often a lot of ladies too do it's not just men it's a lot of great ladies out there doing rope awesome uh, and they're called riggers right uh, that's, oh, that's that's, oh, that's not here it's not no that's, that's kind of a very American thing oh really uh, <laughs> okay. I, I'd actually never heard the term until I'd gone to the states like what is that it's like, <laughs> it's like a stagehand or something <laughs> yeah. um, western so, term yeah it's, it's a western term it's not used here it's, you know, so what do they call it's that a, person? It's a shibari artist. They, uh, okay. And Japanese will say nawashi. That sounds way uh, better than whatever you <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah, it's like somebody works on a boat or something. Like, I know, I, right? I, 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 never, I never really liked the term. When I first, that's really jarring. They don't yeah. understand what it actually yeah. is. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and, and the other term they often use in the States is rope bunny, which is kind of also incredible. There's a lot of men are models too, rope especially bunny. here. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird, and it's not used in this country either. Uh, I never heard something. That, that sounds ridiculous. It's, it's like, like California roll, right? It's... Yeah, it's like <laughs> California roll being sushi. You're like, no, it's not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then now going back to safety, then go, you know, going out to other countries, yeah, I've seen a lot of bad stuff. Mm. Um, but if you've been trained here, pretty much everybody's pretty good. Yeah, mm. you won't get hurt. So. Now you said you trained under the the legendary uh, Japanese Arisue Gosan. Yes. Um, how how did you like come across him? Did you have um, to... I had seen various shows and performances, and when I had first arrived to Japan, uh, there was another artist, Akechi Denki, and he's he's deceased for he's, he was old, uh, maybe ten years ago, uh, and he happened to live near me. Um, and I was at, a, at an event uh, called Department H, which still runs today. I've Department heard of H. that. Um, I, I, but, I but told you about it. You sent me yeah. the link. Yeah, <laughs> but it's changed a lot. Um, I mean, at that time, um, it was it was very, very underground. If you, somebody hadn't told you about it, you didn't know That's what happening. I heard about it. And, like, and you know, like, you for know. the first five years, I was the only foreigner there, like constantly. Wow. I was the only one. Um, and now it's like majority foreigner uh, and tourists and stuff. And so I saw him perform at one of those early, early Department H's and uh, as well as some other artists. And I said, you know, I wanted to, you know, find a really good teacher and learn from him. Um, so uh, at the time, I, I st- still, uh, I have a lady, Slave Lisa, who is my slave. Slave? slave okay. Girl, slave girl. And she, <laughs> slave. she, she approached him <laughs> and asked, you know, that we do training. 
he agreed and we started. Let's go back to Lisa. You'll see Lisa on Saturday. Uh, I, I love that I'm going. Yeah. It's, it's decided yeah. that I'm going to be there. Yeah. Okay. She's, uh, she's one of the pole dancers. Oh. And um, she actually arrived at Oasis once many years ago, probably uh, nine, 2006, 2005 about, uh, saying she was looking for a master. Ah, I see what that means now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we hit it off, and uh, she's been with us ever since. Cool. That's awesome. So you're definitely going right out. I mean, let's focus on the guest. <laughs> <laughs> but that um, sounds interesting. Yeah. Was that hard for you, being the only foreign person? You said you were the only foreign person at, what was it, Department H? Oh, Department H. H. Was that like well, a scary experience for no, you? It wasn't, uh, no, it's, uh, nothing in Japan is really scary. Um, it, was, it was confusing at the beginning because you didn't really know what was going on. It was, it's kind of like being five years old all over again mm-hmm. um, because you don't understand anything mm-hmm. and you, know, you have to kind of get little bits and little bits and kind of what's happening around you doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm. Um, but over time, it, it gets better and it's always been the first Saturday of the month for like 25 years so you know when it is and where it is mm-hmm. and uh eventually i got to know the organizer uh, gohosan and i did a performance show there once uh about that was the first event we did for my group before starting it was a, a show at department h so like in comparison to your event what's the difference between department h uh, well first of all uh they don't have a strict dress code um so you get a discount at the door if you have dress code but if you want to arrive in office clothes and pay the full price you can come in uh, which for my event, you just don't get in at all because the concept is, is different. I wanted, so I wanted it to be an exchange of, of art and an fashion and experience. Yeah. So everybody had yeah. to participate. Uh, and if you didn't know where to get the clothes or what it would be like, well, you come to the Oasis, the smaller event first and wearing whatever you like and you can meet people and kind of will punch you out what to do uh-huh. so that you get to, uh, you know, the, the gate or the Japan fetish ball, you know, properly hmm. organized. Yeah. Okay. And these are like people from like all walks of life. Yeah, all, um, all walks of life. Um, professional people, office people, uh, artists. Uh, you, you actually, you get everything. Um, you get music show by girls. Uh, the you know the delivery health girls. You get them. It's a really huge mix uh, of of all. You know, one of the the basic concepts I have in the front page of the website is trust, responsibility, and respect. And it doesn't matter what your job is. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still a person and you have value. And, you know, as long as you're respectful to other people, then, yeah, we, we'd like you to join us and, you know, explore alternative sides of yourself and alternative art. Yes. Now, with um, – I'm pretty sure there's, like, misconceptions about what goes on there and maybe you attract some bad people well, sometimes. Well, actually, but... interestingly, the dress code fixes a lot of that. That's um, yeah. because, Tell me more about that. Because yes. the, the, the people who tend to be the troublemakers don't make the effort to pass the dress code. That generally. makes sense. It does make a lot and, of sense. And in the early days when we were not as strict and not as, as good at what we were doing, like the people we would just let slide through would usually be the ones that would cause the trouble later. Mm. So we learned early on that you enforce the dress code rigidly and then mm. it goes very, very smooth after that. Yeah. That makes and, sense. And mm-hmm. that's, good. that's the way that it has been now for a long time. You reminded me of... Uh, one of my past guests, maybe you know, you know Tracy, Tracy Consoli. So she she runs a uh, restaurant bar called the Pink Cow. Oh yeah, I do know her. Yeah, okay, I know, I know yeah. Tracy. So the meaning behind the Pink Cow was to just have this really this name that would kind of keep certain people away. So it's like you know 
you might have some guys that come in there and act up, but yeah, she was in Shibuya for a while, and then was yeah. in Rapungi, and okay, now yeah. it's like I remember like seeing it in Rapungi. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Tracy. Okay, okay. Um, so like, if I'm if I want to become a Shibari artist, how do I get started? Study. Study? Yeah, study. What, what do you mean by study? Um, well, uh, start with maybe getting some books. Uh, you know, some people, it sounds silly, you know, they'll tie up the chair with the knots and the styles and things. So they'll tie up their, their own leg and just try the knots and things. Um, you know, I had a model with me from the beginning, so I just tied her up. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how you start. Uh, certainly before you do anything like suspension and stuff, definitely have someone teach you who knows what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't do that from books. And, you know, just practice. It's like anything else. It's a lot of practice. And I guess come to your events and, and see how people... Yeah, you can come to my, come to my events. Uh, there's other good events. Uh, Torture Garden has usually Shibari shows. Torture? Torture Garden is another group. That's uh, a fun name. That <laughs> were, uh, yeah, they're actually headquartered out of London, England. Uh, but there is a kind of, a, I guess, a franchise group here, whatever, uh, that's run uh, by another pe- group. They're, they're a little different than us, uh, but we're very close as, as two groups. We support each other a lot. And, uh, and you know, figure the you know the art scene is better with more than just one group, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you can see it there as well too. So start with some objects and then find some people who are yep. willing to be that, tied. Yeah, up. that's right. And there, there's <laughs> there's some studios too that will teach shibari. Um, I know uh, Hajime Kuniko, uh has a studio. I think it's Nikibukuro. So you can look it up on the web. Uh, and then Arisu Egosan, my teacher, also teaches uh though again with, with him you have a bit more of a language you know you have to speak some japanese to know what's going on and uh, a lot of good teachers in japan uh, a lot of people you can learn from so he's he's yeah. your mr miyagi i guess so <laughs> corny, corny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was corny but you know <laughs> well like um for the the big events you said you have performers but how many performers do you usually have like shibari pole dancing usually also? there are four shows or three shows plus the pole dancing depending okay. on the time of the year and, and such and how the bookings go uh, so they usually we have burlesque, uh, we'll have shibari, uh, some sort of alternative fetish type dance. I come from a dance background originally. Really? Uh, so I always like to have visual movement and, and things on the stage. Uh, I don't usually have bands um, just because it tends to often be just people singing. Um, though I like hearing it, um, but for, since we're a very visual uh, type group, there, there should be something more than – I've had like violin players – Somebody played violin once while another person was tying up someone, and, that, that, and singing opera at the same time. That, that was that was <laughs> that cool. That sounds nice. That actually, that, that was really yeah. that was really nice. Interesting. So, so if it's like playing an instrument, so it's not bands, but playing like an instrument and doing something visual, like dancing with it or something extra, that's okay. Yeah, uh, exactly. So there should be an audio component and a visual component. I see. Um, because there's, you know, humans have many different senses, so they should all be, you know, coordinatedly. Uh, so I'm like, there was one person, he, uh, one year, he was a musician. However, his music, his musical instruments were all handmade and they were all in the shapes of women. And okay. when you would touch and play them, they would make different sounds. So, so while, that. so while you would, you would fondle the instrument, music would come out. It was interesting. It's like real life. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. It's like real life. Right. It's like real life. Exactly. exactly. But this is Japan. So it was a, it was a machine. So. so what kind of music is usually played at these events? Um, usually house, uh, underground, dark wave, uh, 80s, uh, vocal. Like... We, we try lots of different things. Yeah. Uh, like next year, we're going to probably have some hip hop uh, as one of the sets. Um, I try and mix it up a bit. 
Um, it's good to have a mix because if it's the same thing over and over, I'm sure people will get it. Yeah. How about Afro House? Would you try that? Yeah, we'll, we're, we'll try anything. Okay. You introduce <laughs> me somebody and we'll try them out. Yeah. Hey, hey, maybe. That's all you, girl. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe. <laughs> I'll think about it. And uh, yeah, we'll start. Usually, we'll start them off at Oasis and see how it goes. And okay. if it's reception's good, then yeah. you go off to the big time. Hey. Yeah. The big show. Congratulate. Yeah. <laughs> The big show that's in November, that's an all-night event, right? That's all-night. That goes right. – we start at 11.45 p.m. on Saturday, November 9th, and we'll go right till first train. First train. Yeah, start five, saving five up money for my outfit. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Let's go shopping. Do you Let's have go an shopping. idea what your outfit would be? Well, mm. before before we started, you were talking about like somebody like myself with maybe just some leather shorts. Yeah, leather and... shorts would work for you. And, okay. and I can see him in leather shorts. If you go, like, if you go, if you go to <laughs> like basketball, like baggy shorts. No, no, like, no like, like, tight. Oh, like yeah. some like mm. okay, booty shorts, booty butt. And yeah, if you go to if you want to get fashion, if you want the good stuff, Takashita Street in Harajuku, the lot oh, shops on the left and right. Stop it. Zen, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's Zen, my old stomping grounds. Yeah, Zen. Zen Mall, Mary's Rock has lots of stuff for guys. Uh, if you want to go budget, you can go to Don Quixote, but it's gonna look like. But don't tell anybody. Oof. Yeah, you can tell kind anybody. of like upgrade it a little bit. Just buy like the basic parts. Yeah, that'll then, work. Yeah. You're right. That's uh, true. You know, some people do. They'll, they'll do body paint and stuff. You know, just do body cool. art, and you know, and that works too. That's that's fine. Do face makeup and all that. Um, so you just get a small something and just. Paint yourself up. That I've seen some people do that. Ooh, um, wow. Any any wardrobe malfunctions at at the events? No. Uh, no, yeah. not not un, not unintentionally anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that's actually one thing to kind of be clear about is just so people don't get confused is it is not a sex party. Yes. Um, yes. There, that's there, probably a common there, misconception. There is it, yes. there is no sex happening. There's certainly not more than any other club. At any usual night in Rapunga or Shibuya, mm-hmm. um, it's it's an art party, um, yeah. and there are, you know, sex clubs in Tokyo. But this is not one of them. And I think um, a lot of people would assume that yes, immediately if they were introduced to your group, they're like, oh, the bathrooms are all filled with people hooking up and strange things are Drugs happening. But it's not like that at all. No, no yeah. it's not like that at all. Yeah. Um, it's it's a fa- it's a fashion and art event is what it is. Yes, and that that is all it is. And, you know, I, I think with just in general with nightlife, you know, specif- uh, especially in Tokyo, Shibuya, Roppongi, you, um, you know, you have people out there who are doing things like drugs and stuff like that. So these type of events, you know, hip hop events, they they have like the perception of people, foreigners doing drugs. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this attracts a different, I mean, it's, it's an artist crowd. So it's a more intellectual, um, you know, I guess more culturally integrated. Um, I, I wouldn't, I want to say, say more upper class cause it's not that, but it's more, I mean, there's some people that like drugs and there's some people that like to go to the art museum and, and this, you know, this definitely <laughs> this is for the art kids and this is attracting definitely the art museum crowd. But I think some um, people might still you know, get it confused because there's stuff on media that even artists do drugs, even these types of, not sex clubs or whatever, but they also do certain kinds of drugs. Not the drugs you see in like clubs, but it's like a different kind of club, yeah. uh, drugs. So. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen drugs at my event or actually any other fetish parties. No, that's um, good. As I said, it's, it's not that kind of crowd. And then you have staff to and yeah, the, Yeah, we have staff. Yes. We have the orange badges. There's people all around. So mm-hmm. it's, it, it generally, again, as I said, if you run the door well, 
with the dress code, it goes very, very smooth. It's good to see um, all of these things because I'm sure like people are list- who are listening will have all these assumptions in their heads. So it's yeah. very good to say clearly there are people around. You will feel safe. Security. Yep. ABC is not happening. Yeah. On your site, you said that like if you're a woman by yourself, you're more than welcome. We have staff to help you and you can feel comfortable. So yeah. I said our, our, our top uh, door person is a lady, Emmy, and she's a real bitch. <laughs> and I, I've seen her literally toss guys out of the club. Um, <laughs> and she will take care of you. That's good. She'll keep you safe. Yeah, you're going. (laughs) What? We're going together. Um, (laughs) I'll be there in spirit. (laughs) Yeah, back to like the the rope tying, Mm -hmm. tying knots and stuff. I was reading online, was talking about how the tying like uh, like stimulates pressure points, Mm kind of similar to like acupuncture. Can you like talk about that? Yeah, to be honest, I don't actually know a whole lot about that. Um, Generally... The the kinbaku, which is the more stimulating points type, is to say it's more of a art form of communication between the model and the 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 person doing the time. You know, there's there's a you know a bit of a, a BDSM or you know bondage submission uh, dynamic to that. Okay. Um. So it's not like acupressure, acupuncture. Like not like oh, I'm gonna fix my my knee injury by doing it. <laughs> it's not like that at all. Okay. Um. It's it's a different kind of a dynamic between people gotcha yeah yeah i saw um a shibari show maybe for the first time like maybe three four years ago it was at a masquerade party in osaka this guy named kingu um does these types of events for Mm -hmm. his birthday every year and he's he's very eccentric like his face is always painted like kind of like joker like Mm -hmm. and he likes pain so he likes all that type of stuff but when i saw it the first time i'm like wow she looks like she's in pain but i think she was just acting and is, is that what it is? Like, it when, depends. Yeah. Uh, is it some sort of pleasure you get out of? Well, I, I, so I'm an artist. I like seeing the visual forms okay. myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't ever be tied, I do tying. Uh, okay. From the point of view of the models, um, some, I mean, I've seen some shows. Uh, one, the, the fellow who has the Arcadia Club in Osaka, um, he does very intense bondage shows and stuff which is just different than I do I just do visual arts mm-hmm. um, but you know I mean, he's got girls that you know just like pain uh, you know they're they're out there you know some girls just get it off when it hurts really bad mm-hmm. um, and there are some people that kind of go in that direction so I'm more for the visual arts and that sort of thing it's a little different um, everybody has their own styles yeah okay, okay. all right um, yeah, you have any is. other questions to add why is everyone looking at me? Because like, I ask questions. I feel like y'all just think, like, this is my thing. No, no, I'm going to say it. Okay. Like, y'all think, oh, this is Ebony's thing. Because everybody it? knows. It's totally your thing. That's why I, I thought it was. That's why I invited you on. You oh, oh the, this is an interview, actually. It's an intervention. No, I mean, like, it's for me because, like, you just looking at me, I, I'm pretty plain just because that's what I'm comfortable with. But, like, all of my friends are very eccentric. Like, you have, there's you, um, Ebony. Yes, you're eccentric in a good way. I mean, Thank you. To me, when I say eccentric, it Elise. means a good way. Elise, who mm-hmm. she's the one that invited me to the Kingu event to see, like, the Shibari. And um, the, I guess I forgot what it was called, but it was a not – she wasn't fully naked, but it was, like, eating food off of her. Oh, it's a new time Mori. Yeah, it was oh. that. New time What's that? What's that? New time Mori is uh, you have usually you have like a, a lady that on the table with sushi all over her, and then people come and pick the sushi off of her. Yeah, they did that in Sex in the City. That yeah, we, yeah, we, we did, <laughs> yeah, we did it like I don't know, 15 years ago at an early event. I think we did it twice. Uh, 
way back in the early days. Yeah. Uh, we had we had that. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. Oh. So all those things, like I go, I try it once. I'm interested. I might not be fully into it, but mm. I I'm okay with it, and I would go again. But mm. like, I'm glad he invited me. No, it's good. In my experience, it's yeah. the really plain, yeah, quiet, non-aggressive people. That are the most into this world. Interesting. Because yeah, the more the weirdest, eccentric people. They're the weirdest ones. Exactly. Yeah. The more eccentric <laughs> people, we already have our yeah. like things that we do yeah, yeah. and ways to express ourselves that are eccentric. It's the people who don't have that, mm. who are quite plain in their everyday life. And then they have maybe if it's a one day a month event, let's mm. say, they have one day where they can explore a totally different side mm-hmm. of themselves yes. and just let free. And that to me makes more sense. That's true. Although yeah. I'm still not good with cost- costumes at all. Still not good. I think I had a traumatic event when I was a kid. I'm like trying to figure out why I don't like wearing my <laughs> costumes. Like I like looking at other people do costumes but for me mm. I just, I feel very awkward and I'm like I want to be out That's of That's fair. Yeah. But I mean I could try if it was if I wanted to go to your event like if I was available here in Tokyo again mm. I could definitely try but for me it's just like. Well come out to Oasis you don't have to dress up. The the smaller lounge event you, know, you can just come like you as you are. Yeah. Yeah I'm not like a costume type either but I like subcultures, so, and you know, I do a podcast, so I'm always looking for like cool stuff to. Yeah, this is a subculture. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm definitely interested in coming to the event. You know, it'll be a first. Yeah, I'm gonna go get my leather shorts right after. Yeah, get your leather shorts. Please take a picture of yourself. Chaps, I won't. Chaps, chaps. You gotta, you gotta take a picture of yourself and share it with me only. Put it on the gram. Put it on the gram. You will not see it on the gram. Excellent. A pleasure to talk with all of you and hope to see you at a future event. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. you can find much. us on the web at uh, www.tksociety.com or just Google for Tokyo King Society. You'll see the event schedule, uh, pictures of old events, uh, general information about everything we're doing. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Mr. Charm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you, Ebony. Thank you, Ayana, for joining me today. You're welcome. Thanks. Raw Urban Mobile Podcast from Tokyo. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Roar Urban Mobile Podcast. For more episodes, please visit rump.podbean.com or you can head straight to Google and type in Roar Urban Mobile Podcast. You can also listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can stream or download podcasts.